0: I speak moron as well as you, but let me try!
1: What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law.
2: God, you fucking moron!
1: stop like Batman.
2: Because he is Batman, you moron.
1: What are you, a
0: fucking moron?
1: Huh? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Whoa! Come
3: here, you morons! Stepping morons like yourself. Me down, you moron! Hey, moron!
4: It's like the best thing in the world i didn't have to go to the shop; just get my morrison's delivery every day but little shandy stubbies look at the al- alcohol content
0: 0.5 was that <laughs> i think have they improved your memory recollection
4: since the other night do i am i don't know what it is and i know we we're laughing about it in the chat the other day but fuck me i my memory is shocking these days
2: Swinkel says he orders that he orders Morrison's every day, but he forgets the order. The day you see, before at first, he I thought you room. were
0: not, polling, <laughs>
2: not but
0: like, <laughs> I never thought you were at the point we'd forgot that we were watching the fucking Scotland against England in a major
4: tournament. Absolutely, <laughs> When we're talking, when came we talking about the football, and he was like Scotland. I was like, oh, fucking 1998, the last time we were in a major tournament, like, nothing, nah, nothing. He obviously just took what I said as gospel and then... But then I'm also like, Caden's
0: leaving that young too. He should remember Scotland put it right. in just heard about months
4: ago. He's definitely just no said anything because I've said that it never happened. But I get I get stuck in the house all the time for telling the same stories constantly. Because I do, I forget that I've told them. And like, genuinely to me, it's the first time I'm telling them. And you've you's caught me for it the other week on the podcast when I started telling... About my, my speech impediment trying to say stuff, and you were like, Kyle, you literally just told us that like two weeks ago. <laughs> and do you know what's even funnier? I listened back to the episodes, and I still didn't remember that we spoke about this.
3: It's mad. See about every day, maybe three or four episodes, you chin hunter for picking Capone, as if it was the first time <laughs> I've ever said it. Mean, you've, you've done that about ten times since we started the podcast this morning.
4: <laughs> well, do it you know the, the big thing that stood out to me recently, I was I was away from work and I was staying at a hotel and I went down for breakfast on the first day that I was there. And they asked you when you go in, like, what's your room number? And I just stared at her like blank and I was like, no idea. <laughs> and she was like, What floor are you on? I was like I don't know. <laughs> and she was like, she was just asking me a question and I was like, I honestly I don't know. I said to her, I, I think I'm on the third floor if that helps. And she's got the paperwork and she's like got fucking hundreds and hundreds of numbers on this paper and I'm like, I don't know, I said, like, I can give you my name, that's kind of the best I can do for you. And uh, I was like, I think I could retrace my steps, So I think I could walk back to my room, but I don't know what the number is. And I was like, I can't even, she's like, can you picture it? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> It's a a few in a room. A a hotel
0: where each floor and room is individual.
4: You've been been concussed
2: for a year, Kyle. That's what's happened.
4: (laughs) Do I? I had to phone my boss, who was in the room across from me, to ask him what my room number was so I could get seated for breakfast. (laughs) And there was the irony is there was something else that happened that day that made me think that I've got problems with my memory, but I can't remember what it was. there was something else that stood out to me because I was like, "That's two big things." I remember for and Sarah and saying, "Like, I, I don't know, if, is this a problem? Should I get this looked at?" Like, I,
2: I, I can't remember what that second one was. the I mean, bus. you told the same story when you went in that night too, and she was like, "Oh, me that?" <laughs> <Probably>.
3: <laughs> that was like memory loss inception. Like you, you uh-huh. you you've forgotten about something that you'd forgotten about.
0: Lost all, memory, funny. My memory,
4: that's that. it. I know that two things happened that day because it stood out to me, but I now kind of remember what the second one was.
3: Uh, you need to see a doctor. Oh.
4: Fuck that. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll forget about it the more
3: <laughs> I feel like this is where we should segue into like an advert for like better help or something like that. <laughs> but do you
4: know what? See if it, it, makes it, it. makes sense in It makes sense that I sat down there a day there and put Moneyball on. How many times have I told you I've watched Moneyball?
3: Aye, all the time.
0: Moneyball, you're actually trending in our chat, it's been mentioned that
2: much. But every time you watch it, you can't even mean what's happened.
3: <laughs> in, in the last episode, you'd forgotten whether you liked a film or not with Knives Out. <laughs> Aye, there you go.
2: And he made up some
4: excuse at how he. he everything's just won an
3: emotion
4: something. to me. So I just won an emotion how I felt in that moment. <laughs> But anyway, let's talk about a new movie, a different movie. Welcome in. Thank you very much for listening to this blabbering on. I'll forget about that in a
0: minute.
4: <laughs> uh, this week's movie is The Shape of Water. At a top research facility in the 1960s, a lonely janitor forms a unique relationship with an amphibious creature that has been held in captivity. Now, this movie absolutely screams to me as something that Burnsy would absolutely love. So I feel like we should come to Burnsy first of all for this film. Uh, and get his thoughts.
2: Well, I wish I was you, and I'd forgot that I watched this film. To be honest, so that would be a good start. Um, Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not a film for me. um But I was actually surprised I stuck with it. But I think that's maybe because the girls are mute, so then you kind of have to stick with it to understand what's going on. 'Cause like if, if it was if there was like loads of dialogue going on, then I could imagine I would have just been looking about on my phone not paying attention. Whereas it does does make you have to pay more attention to the film. Um Yeah, it's like once I knew it was going to be a creature and some weird love story, my heart sank. Um it wasn't as I say, it wasn't enjoy it wasn't enjoyable at all, but it's not on par with any, um, any stuff we've watched before like Justice League or anything like that, which was mentioned last week or this week. Can't remember, um, but yeah, it's, uh, the the love story is just far too weird. Like that just didn't uh, sit well with me whatsoever. It's just too random. Um, I guess that the one of the things I wanted to ask was like as well so. Is it Eliza? Her name is the woman. Mm-hmm. So when the creature disappears out of the house,
0: yes.
2: Does she just go to the cinema, just sitting there watching a film by by pure chance? That that's the first place she looked. He's just sitting there enjoying himself. Above, they, they,
4: they live above the cinema. No, no, I know.
2: But obviously, she just she just leaves the house, goes down the stairs, and then he's there sitting there. I don't know. I think she has to exit through the cinema because there's a bit at
0: the start of the film where. She's gone to work, and the guy comes across who runs the cinema says, Oh, Eliza, I've got tickets for you, please come and whatever. So I think she maybe needs.
2: No.
0: Um, exit it must be like a side bit of the cinema. So I think there's, she's still, oh, there's a big open space, I'll just go check in there.
3: Um, I'm sure there was also like a clue that everybody's scales were like coming off. <laughs> you sit in a different room.
0: Room. <laughs> please speak
2: up a wee please?
3: I, I don't know what I've done, hold on
2: he was in the cinema. <laughs> You're now on mute, so we can't. We can use even less now. <laughs> How's
3: that?
2: That's worse yeah. I'll just, I'll just keep going, and then you can speak in a wee while well, like You sound like
3: you've connected
0: to. Like I think I heard what you said that she followed, or oh, he's left. Um, I think he did say that. I actually followed the scales that were falling off his back.
2: All oh, right. Okay. I never, I never realised that. bit to be fair, so that makes a bit more sense then. Um, it still doesn't make it a good film. But um the eating of the cat that was fail as well. Like, like what's the need for that? Um I can't understand why anyone would really like this film. Like I would beg your belief that one of you came in and said this is like class or whatever. Um <laughs> the 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 actual when the when they're getting the creature out of wherever it's kept I can't remember what you would call it but obviously in the work it's kept as I didn't I did sort of quite like how there was all that um how they were trying to sneak them away and then but then the stuff that like filling the what filling the bathroom up with water and <laughs> the ending was the ending was okay I guess but it just looked as if somebody just it's one of these films that to me somebody's just like got these ideas just flung straight at the wall and that's what's came out and it I just don't, I, I'm still confused to what on earth this was. Like, maybe little mad, little
0: about,
2: uh, uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. This is, this is, Kel mentioned last, last week that some phone lines that he liked this and didn't like a eh, glass onion, that just beggars, that just, I can't, I've no words for that.
4: Well, I'm, I'll jump in and tell you right away, Marjorie, that I thought this was class. For fuck's sake, you would. <laughs> <laughs> Just after you say that nobody's going to say this was class, this oh, I meant is...
2: like with you though. You're you're a different species,
4: <laughs> man, amphibious yeah. creature that may enjoy yeah. this. <laughs> I Honestly, struggle to see why people don't like this. I I think knowing that it's a uh, Del Toro that's directed that you, my mind was a lot more open than what it is for some other movies. Have
0: we watched another of his films in here?
4: Pan's Labyrinth. That's what it was. So I knew this was going to be funky, right? Um, but went in very open-minded to watching this, and I thought it was just really good. The acting in it was excellent. I thought that um, Eliza was brilliant. Um, Michael Shannon's probably one of my favourite actors, and I purely because I'm watching Boardwalk Empire as well. You just stole my point I was going to make too. Oh, he's absolutely fantastic in this. Yes. Thing. He plays his part amazing. He's an absolute creep, but he's a power play. Um, I just feel that the interactions that he has with the cleaners the right the way through it is brilliant. Very, like, standing with his hands on his hips, taking a slash, and refusing to wash his hands. Um, <laughs> made, what made me chuckle is the fact that he said that make, some people wash their hands before they go to the toilet, but no yeah, after. Yeah, that was... I, I, well, you can think tell this was
2: because, something hidden there.
0: You, I, can can tell, just, you can tell this film was set before COVID when he's washed his hands. He's not washed them twice anyway. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, um, not really good movie. I think it's like, it is a good love story, right? And obviously, the question for everybody is: did you all clock, when did you all clock on that she was the same type of creature as what the guy in the water is?
0: Well, I, I with the scales on the neck, I oh, cut very mm-hmm.
4: Did you clock that early enough, Burnsy?
2: Not really early, but eventually oh. I
0: did. I thought that he just somehow
1: turned her into that at the end.
2: No.
0: No, but obviously she's got the scars on her neck, and it's also with that she was an orphan that was just found lying by a river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
1: oh, right.
3: Okay. Oh, and she I... can't. Yeah, she can't speak either. Yeah.
1: I know that. And
2: they like both when both like as well. That's the same to eat.
0: So when he first <laughs> arrives at the facility, like she's like in the room cleaning, and she puts her hand on the cage, and he's like reaching out to touch. Like there was like obviously like instant attraction because they were off
4: some sort of similar species. She was so drawn to him as well. Mm-hmm. But the, I really listen, I, I will say the, the scene where they filled the room up with water, I was like, how achievable is that? Like, how practical would that actually happen? But again, I, I know it's to, to show you the fact that they're going to live under that water, they're going to have um, their romantic time uh, within the water. Um, that was a bit far-fetched for me, but I, I do think that when uh, Richard Jenkins' characters I think it was Giles, um, mm-hmm. the gay artist, he, like, him the whole way through it was brilliant. I, he was probably my favourite character. Movie challenging alongside Michael Shannon for that. Uh, he
3: was very good. He was, I, think, uh, I want Sean to go before...
2: Um, I'll to say as well, Kyle. like the one thing I didn't mention is like, obviously, I said how I didn't enjoy the film, but like you said, it's like I don't think it was acted or act, it was acted well in that. Like oh, all it was just more the fact it's like the actual script itself was just far too random and bizarre for me.
4: It is a weird film, right? And this is we've had loads of these that we've watched through, through, through doing this, and Pan's Labyrinth is wildly out there as well. And this is just in that category of out there films there. You just have to have an open imagination with it and not take it too literal or too seriously. And I just feel that I didn't have a problem with any character in it. I felt that like the storyline was quite easy to understand. There wasn't any real big twists or turns that you needed to worry about in it. Um, yeah, I just feel like it was it was what, one, one of the few movies where I sat down knowing FIFA or Manager, knowing my phone or anything. I just sat and watched the film the whole way through. Um, and really really enjoyed it
0: right I can't believe we've had the majority of us on and there's two major elephants that we might need to discuss first <laughs> of all there's the egg timed danger wank yes and then second of all the Swiss cuckoo cock
3: oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I just thought you meant there <laughs> uh, very weird oh I sorry that. <laughs> Just before we forget, egg timer, uh, danger wank. Egg timed, danger wank is definitely the name of the podcast. <laughs> uh,
0: that is the, uh, this is the first time in a film I've. I, I think that I've actually wrote a note. and The only note I wrote was egg timed, danger
4: wank. I just <laughs> had written the very I totally forgot about it.
3: <laughs> Are
4: we uh,
3: underwater, wank? Aye, and the fact that she wanks underwater is another early sign, I suppose. Yes. Uh,
4: That's often a set of bangers, though. you you, you know, you're in a good film, and there's a set of bangers at the start.
3: (laughs) Aye, there was a vagina within the first five minutes of this movie. I
0: know.
3: (laughs) It's fine, you know, it's Oscar season, eh? I was
0: like watching uh, Alan Partridge and the made the the opening scene to that James Bond film was like, ooh a little bit of bush.
3: I, I want you to go before me, Sean. So I want to hear your thoughts because I've got a feeling they're going to be scathing, and I've got a feeling you're doing it mostly in revenge for last week.
1: Oh, there's absolutely this nothing to do with revenge here at all. What happened last week? What was last week like? That's
3: all. Yeah, ten minutes ago.
1: Oh, absolutely nothing to do with that. This was just a pile of shit. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I. I I didn't click on, I'm not smart enough to click on, that she was always an amphibious freak as well. I just thought that because she was clapping, she she's turned her into it at the end, uh, when he saved her life after she got shot. Uh, so, uh, just, uh, I, I, the the main theme throughout this film for me was bestiality. Obviously, I never knew that she was the, uh, the same as him. But I just found it weird that we were sitting watching this amphibious thing basically shagging a human and just, I just find it really bizarre. Uh, you were talking about the, the masturbation scene in the first five minutes. W- what's the need for that?
3: The show that she's sexually aroused by water?
1: That's just another pervert director uh, who's wanting a woman to get her clothes off and perform a sexual act in a bath. That no. isn't the story at all or anything like that. Or you can maybe say it's a hint towards her being w- at one with water, or whatever the way you might put it, but I just put it down to seediness if I'm honest. And <laughs> these Hollywood directors have too much power.
0: Sean, saying, director, I want to know what his initial thoughts would be on Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, <laughs> suggesting it's the same the, direct, the director
1: well, knows what I, Pinocchio I, does
0: when he lies to Sean. Think happens in that film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought this was absolute dog shit, I, I really did. Uh, and I checked after it to see it, and this one best picture at the Oscars. Yes. Fucking like, she filmed <laughs> that one best pictures at the Oscars. Once in a while there seems to be like a really, really good one. Then the rest of the time it's like just unknown shit. That Disney does seem to be like big money makers or anything like that. It's just shite. It's uh, it's this what what's the thing that I used to say? Like uh, artsy, see these artsy fuckers that think that oh, this is a piece of art. This is this is amazing. But no, it's no, it's absolutely shit. It's an amphibious creature that Disney talk. is the main character. where a woman who Disney talk is the other main character. Uh, she's managed to mastermind a breakout of this creature with her cleaner pal and uh, two other guys. Uh, and they initially thought that was like, the, the the main bad guy was initially convinced. There was like an army ten that managed to do this. So this mute right has managed to break out uh, an amphibious being from a a high security uh, dungeon whatever you want to call it a high security base. It's just so stupid. And I know that you're meant to kind of suspend your, you like, just put your like your real mind and one. I can't even get my words out. on that fucking. Uh, disgusted by this piece of shit but um you mean it suspends your belief and all that when you're watching this but I, I hate fantasy films, it's very well documented any fantasy watched, I've absolutely caned I hate it I fucking hated Pan's Labyrinth and I fucking hate this with a passion and I vowed to never watch another one of his films ever again uh, because they're all nonsense and I hate Blade 2 as well uh, and I know that he was involved in Blade 2 I just cannot, I, I, this is just nonsense it's absolute nonsense. I hate it with a passion. I don't ever want to watch another film like this again. I'm sick to the back teeth. <laughs> I'm all just adding. Yeah, How really feel?
2: <laughs> this was something I did mention in the chat before I watched, it and I said this. This screams to me, which is what Sean just said, is is a film which people say they like
1: just but, because it's so going right. off. Exactly. This is. No, there's far too many films. There's far too many films like this where it's like. I can imagine that like, there's this club in Hollywood where it's like this artsy club where they'll stand and they'll look at a, a painting and it's just a white painting. Like, my wall's <laughs> white, art, right? It's, I don't hang that in the Louvre, right? It's no fucking art. It's just, it's, it's, the majority of art is bullshit for a start. Right? The Mona Lisa isn't even a good painting, let's be honest. It was in the last film we watched. It's fucking, it's it, it, It's blurry. It's terrible. Art is just a load of shit. It is a load of shit. Art <laughs> right, is like uh, music, stuff like that. No paintings, no fucking fantasy films about fucking amphibious creatures. And music is not art. Fuck off. See, see for the majority of the film, right? I was waiting on fucking Captain America. Turn up. I feel like I was watching a Marvel film with this fucking creature thing in it. That's what it looked like. I was waiting on the Avengers coming in.
3: I think you were overthinking the artsiness of this. Like, it was mostly like a a breakout movie with a bit of a love story in the background. Obviously, you didn't pick up that they were the same species, which probably made it seem like a bestiality movie. I uh, was
1: sitting thinking, this is like... Cause I actually had it in my head. Kyle has banged on and on about uh, Back to the Future and how it's how the, the, the mother-son thing. So if he liked that, I was going to proper go in on or oh, you're a beast, like bestiality and all that. I can't because anyway it's not. So
3: you got off. And you got away with <laughs> You just uh, didn't understand it. Uh, didn't understand. Uh, to me, it was like a, a, yeah. uh, the only uh, just to go back a bit in this sort of. bit you didn't like about the escape. The only way they got away with it was because there was a inside man for the Russian, yeah, uh, right. a Russian special forces guy that mm-hmm. let them out. So like. That's why they thought there was multiple people because they would, they would have failed if they tried to do it on their own but there was an the inside man that was working on the other side that helped her do it. So, I feel like you just missed loads of parts of this film because you were angry at the fact that you thought it was too artsy. Um, because it's not that artsy a film. Like, Michael Shannon is just like an evil cunt. Um, apart from the fact that there's a, a weird sex dynamic, it's mostly just like a, an escape movie. Like, a chasing michael Shans a bad guy chasing them escaping a bit like et like et the extraterrestrial to like get him away from the bad guys to save him getting back to his like free willy it's a bit like free willy uh i, I think you're really thinking it, sean uh, it's just a bit of a, i don't know there's a wee artsy bits in it like obviously kyle was talking about the room filling up with the water and all that um but mostly i i didn't think it was very artsy at all if anything i thought that it- didn't really do much of the Guillermo del Toro fantasy side of stuff because like like you mentioned we watched Pan's Labyrinth that is like full-on fantasy this has just got like a, a weird creature I don't think it's too wildly out there but on that I'm a bit like Kyle Affair enjoyed this I thought it was weird I thought it was a bit I never really saw it as like an Oscar worthy feeling movie but I did enjoy watching it um it kept me intrigued. I think, like Bunsy mentioned, the fact that she didn't speak was quite a good thing. It didn't make me pay attention all the way through it. And, like was mentioned, anytime Michael Shannon's on screen, I'm all in. He's one of the best guys at playing a creepy fucking weirdo. Like, and see what I thought was really cool, because there are little artsy bits in it, right? So, do you notice that his hand was the TDA and his fingers yes. were the TDA?
0: I, I thought he was going to turn into one of them by the end when I seen his hand deteriorating through the course of the film.
3: Oh, was that what you were thinking? Well, what yeah. I was thinking was the, his fingers were deteriorating at the same rate as his mind. He was, like, losing control, like, all the way through it, and the fingers were, like, the visual representation of his That's, mind.
0: So it was, it's nice like, Aquaman or Amphibious whatever it's called. It. So his, he's affected him some way, like, because he's a bad guy. So it's rotten him from the inside. Obviously, with Giles, he's scarred on but he's been affected the other way. Uh, no, I just,
3: I just, that wasn't what I meant but that's quite interesting what you just said. Um, but that wasn't what I was meaning, I just mean that like, from a film point of view, that was like your visual way of seeing him going mental as his fingers like deteriorated. He was actually losing his mind as he went along. Uh, Has anyone
4: I, went and asked their significant other if they can go and buy a car?
3: What? what? The scene when he asks
4: his <laughs> wife if he can buy a car. What's the first thing that she does? Uh, shags him. Is that it? Right? We just whips a tit out for him to hod. <laughs> All
0: right. And he gets a coffee anyway. The boys, but what is
3: it like? <laughs> oh, it was weird. The, the, his relationship was weird with that him and his wife. Like
4: that sex scene though, where like his hands total bleeding and she's trying to tell him he just covers her face up with it. I'm like, oh, that was a bit grim. Yeah. yeah. And like, got,
0: can you put the. Going by the context of the film, he's only conversed with El- Eliza that one time on that day. Now he's back muting his wife house he's pumping her.
1: <laughs>
2: no, I, I did converse with our time, and he was as if he was going to like try and shag her tea in his
0: office. I I don't know. Obviously, because it's came out then that the Aquaman amphibious man as a god, I wonder if she's like. The female, but like, so he's maybe she's maybe got an aura around her, like, which is why a pal is like, she must have like, and maybe an aura around the bit of that. Maybe he just attracted her because she is of the same species and is a goddess.
4: Maybe could have got Sean's bestiality then if that happened.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, but I, uh, another thing as well about this was that I thought, see how that they've done the... I knew nothing about this before I started watching it, right? And I quite like when we do that, because especially with really strange films like this. But it just seemed... I I feel like I could have done with a wee bit more about is there more of these things? Like, how Mm -hmm. did they come about getting it? And I feel like I'm contradicting myself, right? Because 99% of the time, I'm on here arguing against that sort of stuff. And I don't need to see the background. But see, with this, I just... I don't know. I could have done with well a little bit of like m- them getting him in the Amazon, maybe just seeing her getting found as a baby, like next to the river, just a wee, like wee bits of something. I don't know. It felt like it was missing a little bit um, to make me care when they got back into the water. Like when they escaped into the sea, it didn't they feel like a home coming as much. But that's me being pernicky. I thought it was pretty good. Like I feel like Sean's really just looked at where I preconceived idea that it was an art film and just made it too complicated in his own mind
1: that was the preconceived that's just the way I felt when I was watching it I didn't read anything about it apart from it, it was a, it was a uh, what's it a creature the, what's it called amphibian yeah, that's it that's the only thing I'd read about it I didn't know it was a break like it was involving a breakout or anything else i was just seen that there, was an amph- there was an amphibious creature in it
4: Instantly de- de- deterred from it when they seen
1: that. Ah, well, like as I said earlier on, that kind of like fantasy kind of film stuff is not my type. So it's going to need to be really, really, really good for me to like it. That's just my taste. Sean sure hates
4: fantasy unless it's a time traveling car. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, let's get some of your thoughts in there before me starts
0: that I feel like I'm just coming in riding this. Uh, dovetails of the Dunter Alliance here, but again, see, I'm kind of, see, my conception going into this was I was very much, if you've asked me before watching this what side did these two reviews I would have been on, I thought I would have been on the same side as uh, Sean and Bunsey. And what I would say is when it comes to Artsy, this is absolutely nowhere near the levels of the Lighthouse, which is, is, is still one of the fucking yep. worst things we've ever watched. But this pulled me in and intrigued me in a way. I had written this film off and the minute I'd seen it won an Oscars without even watching a second of it, I was like, why the fuck is that one? I would never watch that film in a million years. I was fucking hooked, like, for watching it. I was like, I'd never expect to be drawn in. I don't know if it was like Bunsy said with Eliza being a mute, that you're, what's she saying? How is she conversing, like, how does this work? And then when she comes in, and then as you said, all the little crumbs, everything start lining up. The the dots start lining up, and this film made you think and acknowledge the storyline for me anyway a lot more than what we watched last week. I felt this caught me in and kept me. There was enough along the way to keep me interested and intrigued. Michael Shannon, as we said, as again, he just that that role he's just got nailed on. He, the, professional guy but he's also got that C D creepy side and he just nails that down to an absolute tearing and i think you see i don't want to typecast people but see when someone's as good i think just let them just excel at it and he's definitely one of those actors for me and then also on the boardwalk empire spots the russian spy is the jewish bookmaker i believe as well in boardwalk empire
4: that's yes, rostine
0: yep so again, I was like, oh, I need to go back and watch it when I see this face <laughs> on, on my to-do list for so long. But again, this, I, I would say, like, this is probably the film that we watched that has probably switched my mind around the most from preconceived to actually going in and what I got out at the end of it. I just never expected, I'm not saying it's a 4 fight, whatever it is, but whatever my going in score was, it's completely polarised to what I might score at the end of it. And again, it's regardless of the fucking jokes I made earlier on, but this was a film that it's such a weird thing. Although I'm going to, I might score it quite well. It's, I know the people that to record it's not one I would just go and recommend to anyone.
1: Yeah. The
0: people would enjoy it. I was, I was texting Laura last night. She was like, what's the basic synopsis? Who's in it? Again, she's kind of wanting those basics. Can I get and can I go and watch it? It's like, well, that sounds like shit. It's like that it is because I'm just giving you the basics. And but I know there are some people that. But the thing is, the people that I would maybe then go and explain it to have probably already seen it because. Again, I'm not saying it's an art. See, you're for it. There's just something about it pulled me in, and I can't explain what that was. Maybe I'm, I'm amphibious too. Maybe that's what it was. Sure.
3: Hunter, <laughs> the amphibian. <laughs> uh, I definitely avoided this as well. I, I've I've We've had like four or five years to watch this and I've this, this is my I picked this as my unseen because I've actively avoided it because it looks shite. It really does look shite. Eh? the premise looks shite. Yeah, though.
0: exactly. I think that's, what really, that's the reason I explained this to Laura last night. What's the what's the synopsis? Who's in it? So centre of the synopsis, centre of the cash went. That looks like shite. And I was like, that was my feeling for years that won Best Oscar, best picture of the Oscars that year. But the uh, thing is, it never won so many other awards on top of it. And again, I don't know. Something what Sean said wasn't one of those films that was picked because I can understand Sean's point there because, and usually when a film's got so much credence and it picks up so many awards, like especially that, that it then cleans up elsewhere. This film didn't seem to do that, but there is something about it that does draw you in. is what I'm saying.
3: Did it know win any other Oscars? You checked? Kind of. I think
0: it, I did win a few more, but what I'm talking about when a film. Of that, I mean, like, none of the actors and actresses, never, they, they never won Golden Globes sort or, of, like, sort of, Kyle's kind of, sort probably of, But what I noticed was it didn't clean up the way I expected it to when I seen the I mean, uh, nominations to
4: awards.
3: Ah, okay, got you. Well,
4: it's got here four Oscar wins with uh, best achievement in directing, best motion picture, best achievement in music written for our uh, motion pictures, and best achievement in produ- uh, production design. Nominated for Best Actress and Leading, Best Actress and Supporting, Best Actor and Supporting, nominated for about another six or seven things on top of that as well. It um, did win two at the BAFTAs, three at the BAFTAs, sorry, nominated for plenty, nominated for a few um, Screen Actors Guild Awards, but, but there is a lot there. There is a lot there.
0: That's what I'm saying, there's a lot of nominations, but I was, I was expecting yeah. that to clean up by the time that, that just, i was like, why? I thought like some the performances just uh, from my eyes, you can't really give amphibious man. He's just made noises and worst CGI suit. I he's not done anything. of no not anyone of us could have done that role, but especially with you're saying we who was the guy
4: playing Giles? Uh, I, his name was Richard Jenkins. So Richard Jenkins, Richard Jenkins was also not. He was nominated for best supporting actor, but. The winners for the individuals awards was basically all came from three billboards outside in Missouri. Yeah, I
3: thought I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good point, like Because I think this is a this is a. Good... Is, is
4: that not the
0: film that cleaned up everywhere else that year? I'm sure that one fucking everything uh, else. real
3: because uh, so that's a movie that just relies on acting performances. Like it is all about the performances of the actors. That that movie, which so it does make sense to me. But this one won the big two. The big two are. Best Hi, part. it's not, I best good. film and
4: best director. Yeah. Bye. It was good. Have any other thoughts from anyone on this movie? Sean any lasting thoughts? Oh, just uh, not for me. Not for me. It's going to be doing Sean's tombstone. Um, I, Hunter's <laughs> obviously not done his trivia as usual because he's a lazy bastard. Um, <laughs> or sorry, he works extremely hard. Um, but I've not looked through too many. But I did see one that I thought was quite interesting. which says foreshadowing during the opening sequence with the credits that the narrator says and the monster who wanted to destroy it all just as Michael Shannon's name pops up on the screen so it's implying that he's a human man that is a real monster and not the amphibian.
3: There you go he is an evil bastard isn't he? -hmm. I was going to say before we go to the scores we should mention that on next week's episode after this one we'll have a guest on
4: Taking my thunder here, Daniel, I was going to do it directly after the scores, but we do have, I've got his Instagram up in front of me so I remember to say it correctly, but we've got John joining us next week. Um, John has an Instagram page called JMCK88films, where he also reviews movies. John has selected two movies for us to watch, which I'm absolutely buzzing to review. I think this will be fantastic. We have got Interstellar and The Blair Witch Project. Which, funnily enough, I don't ever remember watching. So it means I've probably <laughs> seen it ten times. i
0: watched it this morning.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, but John's, uh, John's been a really good supporter of the, of the podcast for a long time now. Uh, interacts a lot with us on Instagram. And does some fantastic posts. Um, I love his stories. See the stories when he's out day to day. Cracks me up. So it'll be a really good episode to get him on. Um, which will be on our next recording.
0: Oh, I hope it's by the time John comes on with us that bowls have been thrown on that bowling green. That's all I'm concerned for. <laughs> uh,
3: see how on the movie page, there's like thousands of other movie pages that we follow on that. He, his is the only one that I watch. See, in the movie, uh, The more Moron's Instagram, it's always his that's first in the stories because I always go through them all. Like, genuinely looking forward to actually speaking to the guy. It's well,
4: Happy days. funny. We look, look forward to having you on, John. Let's get into scoring the movies. Then um, let's start us off well. We're gonna start off with Sean.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go for a zero point seven five. That's a point seven five more than I thought you were giving it. Same.
4: <laughs> we'll keep that type momentum going. We'll get Burnsy. One
2: point
1: two five. You shite bag. <laughs> I wasn't as. Absolute
0: shite bag. The brawn Alliance have just <laughs> been broken. I <laughs>
2: wasn't as scaven as you were, though. You didn't give I, any good points about the film. I
1: did <laughs> shit house.
2: Enjoy <laughs> the, enjoy the <laughs> <laughs> heat.
4: Uh, Sean didn't they appreciate the boobs as much as you did, Burnsley. That's the difference between your scores. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Then uh, I'm going to give this a very nice solid four. Hunter
0: just under three point seven five for me. I said, as I said, I gave a description. It wasn't quite in that four to five nomination category rating scoring for me, but my. You see, if you'd asked me before watching it, I'd have been scoring it the same as Sean, so the fact that it's up there after watching, I think, is a good enough achievement for me.
3: Let's finish this off with Daniel. Hey, I'm joining you, Kyle, on a four. But I'm going to add to that, that I don't think Sean's going to get as much hate for this as you would think. I think this is a very polarising film. And I, think right, I did kind
0: of have sure. a scope of the IMDB scores, and it didn't rank. I was expecting nines and tens. And it's always sitting at like seven points, so it's probably sitting the same as like shape that we've sanded before. So it's fine, no hate.
3: For that. I think a lot of people also hate this, uh, along with Sean. So like, and I get it. It's it's a weird, as uh, a weird film.
4: But what does that do to the overall scoring?
2: A really generous 2.75.
4: <laughs> Don't try and backtrack a little bit now that Sean's called you out for scoring at higher than what he thought. <laughs> Uh, 2.75, so this puts this bang in line. Sean, you'll absolutely love this. It's the exact same score as Back to the Future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's uh, some two fantasy films side by side in the table there.
2: I'm <laughs> glad that you've that score now. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute, this one's more
3: realistic. This could this could actually happen. This is more likely to happen than Back to the Future.
0: What is right. Just a final note, right? You see, we've, we've discussed impressive bobbies like on a variety of our podcasts. Now we never see the size of Aquaman's on this, but surely the mechanics behind it—I've got to put it up there in regards to impressiveness. Well, she does uh, say that
2: she points at being absolutely huge in a scene, so. Right, and it and also
0: emerges from behind two iron cuttings or whatever the hell it
2: was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like they
3: should have shown us that. I wanted yeah. to see the penis coming out of. The slots
2: that they like... could have just got Batista to play it based on what we said about <laughs> last week's podcast. Uh, that's <laughs> like, imagine, can
3: you just imagine someone in a big lizard suit, like, right, and it's got a wee slot that a dick comes out, and Batista's dick just flops <laughs> out, of it and they put <laughs> that film? Can you?
2: <laughs> I would have scored that high if that happened. <laughs> that's also known
0: as the fake of water,
4: fucking hell. Well, to rear it back in, guys, for your vulgarness, this is why you need me here on a regular basis. Um, the other movies that sit on a 2.75 are Blood Diamond, Mad Max Fury
3: Road, and Midsummer. Uh, they should all be higher. They're all low because of fucking you lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: cool. Well, a 2.75, um, right beside the, the other fantasy movie and back to the future which makes me happy very happy about that but that does bring us to the end of all of our seen and unseen movies guys we've got through everybody's movies it's time to start selecting for the next batch any want to give any hints or tips and uh, any front runners for you so far
2: it'll be too um, unseen
4: for me
3: uh too unseen for Burnsy, which is the new way we go um,
0: I'm, like I'm going
3: not... if two romances available to watch oh we might, yeah I think we do finally need to watch two romance. if you don't pick a hunter I'll pick it
2: well that
0: could be my scene
2: one to be fair because oh, I've seen go.
0: that I, know, I need to take it because if I get it and it gets sorted by the time I move into my house below we'll I will be sleeping in the spare room before we fucking move <laughs> so.
4: there right,
3: you take one for the team bombs and that still gives yeah. me two <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: guys I think I might have to finally pull the trigger on Once Upon a Time in America
3: yeah you do you man <laughs>
4: the silence that just goes
3: over right. there think, can
0: <laughs> we schedule that like soon like over the Easter weekend we will have
3: four you <laughs> and see the, the strangest thing about that one right is that Sean's going to very much enjoy it yeah. and that's a strange like Sean's been against it but Sean's going to like it
1: I'm not even going to watch it <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I'm going to
1: join you, Sean. Sure, I'm not watching. There it, is no danger. Uh, I all seriousness. I'm not spending my Easter weekend watching that film. I, We've uh, not picked up for Easter weekend. That was just a theory. But uh, did you, have you watched the Irishman? Uh, no, never, never. Would you? Would I watch the Irishman? Aye. do don't,
3: don't. It's awful. Oh, I watched it. Oh, I mean, just that. I'm wanting to know Sean's answer.
1: No, I've heard it's shite, so that's why I, I have watched it. Plus, but I hate no, it so like long. Films.
3: No, because of the length of it?
1: I, I don't even know how long it is. How long is it? Only three and a half
3: hours. Aye, ah, it's very long. <laughs>
4: There's only about a half hour difference between The Wolf of Wall Street and Once Upon a Time America, and he's watched that several times, so.
1: Like, again, like I fucking despise mob films, that's more to the point. Plus, four hours for a film is just stupid.
0: It's like, ask them to watch The Godfather 1 and 2 back-to-back and ask for an honest review.
3: It's no going to end well. <laughs> do you give uh, Goodfellas a
1: five? There's always an exception to the rule in every...
3: <laughs> well, guys,
1: let's just wrap that up there
3: then.
4: That uh, does bring us to the end. Thank you very much for listening. And as morons do, bid you
1: farewell. that's over
2: Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me
1: try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law. God, you fucking moron. I stop like Batman.
2: Because he is Batman, you moron.
0: What are you a fucking moron?
1: Huh? You moron. Drop dead. Moron. Whoa!
3: Stepping morons like yourself.
1: Be down, you moron! Hey, moron!
2: Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye.